Welcome to this week's episode of Time Added On, and what a weekend it has been. We were just saying, Tom, weren't we? I'm, I'm feeling the effects still of uh, of yesterday's win, yesterday's celebration. How how are you? You're um, you're excited. A Forest have won, and B you're flying to New York tomorrow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I get to you sound buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get to uh, to celebrate it over in uh, over in the states. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice to finally uh, get get that next home win under the belt. The next win, anyway, regardless home. But um, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a good day. Unbelievable day, unbelievable day. Um, let's get into it. Let, let's get into it because it is the whole episode will be really focusing on on yesterday. Obviously, we didn't we didn't manage to catch up last week and do an episode. Uh, post obviously Wolves uh, and obviously Brighton in midweek as well. So, I mean, coming into this this weekend, obviously Forest have, have built strong foundations, haven't they? They were re- re- relatively resolute against Wolves, probably unlucky not to get something away at Molyneux last weekend. You were there, and obviously the game midweek against Brighton. I mean, that was very much Forest. You know, defending for large parts of the that ninety minutes, but staying relatively strong. Obviously, some you know a lot of chat midweek about poor finishing from a Brighton point of view. But you you know, over the last few games since that Leicester uh, defeat, Forest have been building, haven't they? And there's been real good signs of progress, uh, albeit not not so much in the attacking third, but really going back to the drawing board, becoming hard to beat, becoming tight, and actually. You know, the Brighton game was a tough watch at times, but that was a really good point, wasn't it, midweek, that, that you know, gave us hope, I suppose, and um, that things were moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think, obviously, since since that Leicester game, um, the, the aim of the game has been to to do the basics a bit better and be a bit more resolute and, and you know, a bit firmer in, in the way that we approach games. And obviously, you can see that step-by-step step is, is coming in. Um, albeit the Wolves one was was a difficult result and and the performance wasn't great. Um, midweek against Brighton was was more improved. Um, albeit again they had opportunities themselves. Um, so heading into this home game, it was about keeping that that same um, identity and then hopefully naturally the the quality um, of the attackers will come or you can start adding in a bit more flair flair into the game. But it's about not, not, uh, not just giving up games too easily, which was what was happening within that first first set of games that Forest had. That that said, obviously coming coming into this weekend, coming into Liverpool, did you actually expect Forest to to put in the type of performance and obviously ultimately get the three points and get the win? Or you know, a lot of our chat wasn't on the way up on the train on the way up yesterday was. You know, it's going to be a great day, great occasion. You knew the atmosphere was going to be, you know, pretty special. But in reality, it was more hope rather than expectation that Forrest might again be able to stay tight, relatively resolute and, and, and eke something out of the game. But I think within our wildest dreams coming into it yesterday, it was um, it was definitely hope rather than expectation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think, um, I think going into the game... You know, me included. I think people were probably expecting, um, you know, a, a defeat, and and it was about keeping the amount of goals conceded down, um, and and just kind of, you know, these games probably when you go go into them, anything that you take from them are, are bonus points if you like. Obviously, going into the game, Forest have kind of not not got points in games where they would have hoped to have got more points within that run of games, including Bournemouth, Fulham, Leicester. Um, Aston Villa, Wolves. So, you know, it, it, the, the minimum amount of points that Forest have got in those games have, have, have put pressure on Forest to try and get get uh, points in, in in other games. But but no, I think I think everyone went into this one thinking let's keep that score down, especially off the back of, of results that we've had in the likes of, of, of the Man City games. Um, and we'll, uh, Liverpool have obviously now just started to pick up a little bit more. You know. Tonkin Rangers in, in in Europe and and off the back of that that good victory for them against Man City, um, we're probably expecting the worst. But obviously, you know the the atmosphere, the intensity, 
And, and it seemed like a team of players that just wanted to prove a point and that had no pressure on them going into this one. Maybe the game, you know, and, and the expectation around the game almost helped because there was no no pressure really in terms of in terms of what people were expecting. But they really stepped up in this one. Yeah, they did. I, I agree. I, I think maybe there was maybe there was a, a, a I suppose pressure off is wrong, right? Because you kind of said it. You kind of summed it up nicely there in terms of those games against, you know, it's the Fulham and Bournemouth home games, right? That obviously everyone kind of is hooked up on and we've talked about it at length on the pod and obviously dropping points in those games. They're the two games really when you looked at September and thought, you know, Forest needs to pick up points to get the moon in the right direction. They were the games. But so I think to say, obviously, that the pressure was off, you know, live half 12 kickoff, you know, on TV against one of the, the you know, the giants, if you like, of world football, then obviously the pressure is always going to be on, right? But the, uh, I suppose, yeah, it's the level of expectation. It was almost like you say, a free hit, and, and it was a chance really for for Forest to prove that they belong on this stage. And I think, I mean, that was one of the most important things. We'll, we'll come on to at the end in terms of what this means now for for Forest moving forward for this season. But but definitely, I think the, the players would have wanted to to send a message out, but. As we said at the start, you know, over the last few weeks, you know, since that Leicester game, they have started to to find a pattern. They've started to put combinations together on the pitch. That level of understanding obviously has obviously started to increase amongst the whole squad. Fairly tight in terms of the changes being made, and it's not you know wholesale changes week in week out now because you've got that that base. So. It, it was one of those now that, you know, if, if Forrest had started to put the performances in, it's about obviously building that next step. Forrest had been solid and it was about putting that next, seeing if they could go to that next level to, to, to really challenge them all. I will say on the train up, I obviously was joking and, and, and as very tongue-in-cheek when everyone was giving their score predictions. I did say Forrest would win this 1-0, Tom. And uh, I was right. I didn't actually believe it. It was just, uh, it was just me being me. But it was always one of them where you thought that if Forrest were going to win it, it would be uh, maybe a smash and grab 85-minute winner and clinging on for, for dear life at the end. Obviously, Forrest were, you know, they were hanging on at the end, but obviously Liverpool with great chances. But it was, Forrest deserved this, didn't they? It was a really, really good performance. And it was, um, it was, it wasn't one of those that, that you look back and, and I think the pundits have all been fair. I think actually I enjoyed watching Match of the Day for the first time. Since August last night, and I think everyone was fair in terms of Liverpool did have chances. You can't deny that, but Forest were good value, and on another day, Forest could have quite easily, probably should, have had a second, shouldn't they? It's brilliant. Yeah, 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 and um, and like yeah, it wasn't. It was far from from being smash and grab. It was a good, good, competitive performance. I think it, it was chalk and cheese to what we've seen at the start of the season. It, you started seeing signs of a team that was potentially gelling a little bit more. Um, there was some really good quality play. Uh, like you said, there was there was other chances that, that Forrest had to, to kind of uh, further their lead. You know, albeit, you know, Liverpool did have opportunities, but that was kept to to a minimum by set pieces really, which which, you know, they, they had a couple of chances that they, they could have taken. But but Forrest against a team that, that is deemed to be one of the two Two better teams in in the country um, stops them from 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 creating anything, especially from open play. And I think that's something that they have to be very very happy about. Um, just and just in general, just to see things clicking a bit more. And away from just the the general performance, it was the attitude and the the mentality, and to see some some of the uh, passion that was shown, especially when we saw players that had come off. You know, such as Lingard and Coyote, they were pretty much coaching from the sidelines in that second half. I think it was really nice to see that. It was really nice to see how this team has gelled. Uh, to see that morale is, is, you know, still in a good place after what has been a difficult start to the season. And I think again, the fans played played a huge part in this one. They they kept the noise up. My my watch was moaning at me, um, especially as we we got towards the end, saying that it was too loud. Let um, I go deaf if uh, if that carried on. So so the noise was good, um, and just the, the whole general vibe and for, from the off, Forest looked looked in this game, looked competitive in this game, um, and that never stops. That that was there for the full ninety, and I think that's something that that was really nice to see. They were they were resolute, but 
but they were able to it, almost Forest of, of last season they were they were confident to try and hit teams that you know they had confidence in their own pace um, and and the counter attack which is something that, that Forest did very well against uh, some of the teams last season such as Swansea when they knew that maybe they would have less of the ball and I think in this one Forest had around twenty five percent of it when they did have it they they used it and they used it well and um, that that was the the nice thing to see that. That this base that we've now got seems to be seems to be working. Yeah, there's a couple of things that you said in there actually that, that just build on. I think yeah, you're right in terms of I suppose the fight and the passion. And I think as a supporter, we've said it on this pod for, for so many times in the last couple of years that, that all you really want to see is a is, is a group of players and a team giving it their all for the shirt and for the club and and, and really putting in a performance that 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 you can kind of stand up and be proud of in reality. And I think you've definitely seen that coming through in the, and that's not to say that obviously at the start of the season, but what I mean is obviously in the last couple of games where you've really seen the fight and the desire, if you were like, shining through. And I think, you know, no more so than Ryan Yates is, a, is the prime example. Now, we wouldn't expect anything different from Ryan Yates anyway, just the type of player and the type of lad he is and obviously what Forrest means to him. But the, the, the game midweek against Brighton, where, I mean, I don't want want it to be Ryan Yates the next day. I mean, he's been kicked in every part of his body, including one right on the hooter. And uh, it's body on the line stuff, isn't it? And blocks and and closing down and being aggressive. And yesterday, I thought, to a man, they were absolutely superb, Forrest, in in not letting Liverpool really get on the ball and have any time. They they were were quite tight in terms of the the, the defence and the midfield. And obviously, the, the structure was in place. But... As soon as Liverpool got on the ball, there was a red shirt that was there, ready to pounce to, to, to try and obviously win the ball back and counter. And yeah, the countering at speed, I think that was what was one of for me the one of the most pleasing aspects of the game yesterday. And the fact that everything up until now in the last couple of weeks has been about not conceding and making sure that we just stop shipping the ridiculous amount of goals that we obviously did during that that period. Yesterday, Forest were able to to turn it the other way, and they're actually positive in their attacking intent. And every time Forest got the ball, first half, and continued into the second half, to be fair, but but Forest hit Liverpool on the counter a couple of times and looked really, really good. And I agree, it was almost Forest of old. And I think actually, as as Forest grew grew into the game, and the game wore on. And it's certainly in that first half as kind of the first, you know, it was supposed building blocks, right? It was see the first 10 out, then the next 10 and get through to half time. You could see the belief actually start to grow and that they were toe to toe with Liverpool um, in that first half. And and I think the way that Forrest went about the game, it was the whole feel of it yesterday had, it was different to the cup game. I think we said this, didn't we? And you'd expect that, right? Because it's a league game, but... It, the whole atmosphere just had a different different piece about it yesterday, I felt like. It, it felt like, as a club and as a team, it, it felt like we, we were a Premier League club and we belong in the Premier League. And it wasn't so much of of, of the, the underdog story that obviously the FA Cup was last, um, I'll say last last season. Um, it, 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 it was, everyone was believing, I think, but everyone, the crowd, the team, everyone just grew into it. And I think by the time that second, you know, in the second half, yes, the, the fans were outstanding again, and um, were could tell when Forest needed, when the players needed a bit of, bit of pulling through, if you like, and obviously a little bit of support just to get them over the line. The fans were absolutely outstanding, but I just felt the atmosphere was different yesterday, and it was it was to a man absolutely brilliant, and um, it that was the most pleasing thing about the way the game finished. I think Forest were. Would be disappointed. I think Steve Cooper would probably say they're probably disappointed they didn't get another one, and there's a couple of worldy saves from uh, Allison in goal as well. But it was more the fact that they looked a threat and and they took the game toe to toe Liverpool, and um, they were they were just outstanding, weren't they? And, and and I think you know we could pick out we could probably go through the team and 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 pick out. You know, one to eleven, and the subs that came on as well. Everyone was 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 exceptional. You know, eight eight out of tens minimum. But it was it was brilliant. The, the midfield trio, if you like, I think really set the the, the tempo, didn't they? Um, I thought Coyote, 
and Yates were, were, were outstanding, if you like, in, say, in terms of breaking up the play and being aggressive in Liverpool's face. And Freuler, I think he's just growing into the, 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 the game now more and more. And he's such a, you know, a cool, calm and collected character. He's not one of them that stands out really, but he just doesn't give the ball away and he gets Forrest moving. And I think that, that now Forrest have moved to that midfield three, that seems to be really working, doesn't it? And then we'll, you know, we'll talk about the flexibility within the game, but I, I thought those three definitely set the tone for Forest yesterday. Yeah, so yeah, I, I agree. I think in terms of the the three, I think what you know what that's brought to the team is we were getting overran, and I think when there was the two, the quality of the Premier League teams being able to control games in in midfield, you could see that we were getting outnumbered. We were being overran. We weren't able to control games. We weren't able to uh, keep the ball for long enough to make any impact in a game. Um, and the midfield three does seem to seem to be working. I agree with you. I think you know, in terms of the performances against against Liverpool, you know, Coyote for me in, in the games that I've seen, maybe being slightly harsh, I, I haven't been very impressed to be quite honest. Um, but but in the, this Liverpool game, he was he was absolutely fantastic. Um, he was always there. He was always getting in the way. Um, he made himself a nuisance, and he was being able to pick up the ball and 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 drive the team forward with it. And as you say, Freuler, I think you know is a is a you know maybe someone who will go slightly under the radar in games, um, but you can clearly see you know in terms of retaining the ball and and not giving the ball away cheaply, he he will be important. And yeah, it's I think the last few games he's he's shown his, his desire to show how much he can make a step up and, he, you know, and having someone like him in the team and someone who knows the club very well, I think is a vital, you know, we talk about how, um, how, you know, the core, core group of players from last season, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of change, but those players that remain are still so, so important regardless of the quality that they might have. They, they are showing uh, how important they are in terms of the mentality. But away from that, Yates is showing that that at this moment in time he he can play a part in in this Premier League team, um, and again he just he's, he's a nuisance and he gets himself about and and I think those three together, you know, and, and let's not you know forget Mangala who's obviously unfortunately been away from from injury, um, he he will now slowly be coming back into the fold. But that that three, that midfield three, is is what Forest now have as a basis, and the midfield is is what's kicking the team on forward and what is moving the team forward. Hopefully, if you can keep that base and they continue to to stay firm and and continue to have that solid platform that they've built so far for Forest, then hopefully you can go from there and we'll see improvements in the final third, which there's still room to do there, but. But if you can keep that solid base, that confidence will come because you won't be down and out in games like Forest have been. It becomes easier for the people in front to then to then do a little bit more with the ball when it comes to them. Mm. I think when the team the team sheet was announced yesterday, there was a few raised eyebrows, wasn't there, that Koyate had, had come in for Mangala. But I mean, Steve Cooper was was fully justified in in his approach and his in his choice there because I think Koyate. I mean, I, I, I've been impressed with Koyasi when he's played this season. I, I, I understand, you know, the role that he's been playing. I, I, I could kind of understand why people were disappointed that, uh, from a starting point of view, yesterday Mangala might, have, you know, uh, dropped out. I think you can see on on midweek that Mangala's obviously he's still striving for full fitness and um, playing a couple of games in a short space of time probably wouldn't work, but. I thought Koyate isn't isn't just in there to do that low block and that defensive work. He 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 was in there and he was driving forward and in, and actually, you know, in both the first half and the second half, some of our biggest chances came when Koyate was driving forward with the ball and, and, and breaking Forest free. And I, I thought he was absolutely outstanding and was was right up there as kind of one of the man of the match alongside Yates would have been another outstanding choice yesterday but yeah definitely if you look at it you've got Mangala in there as well and obviously you've got Lewis O'Brien who's, who's obviously been missing the last few games due to illness but look well stocked and, and, and competitive in that midfield area and that's driving them on you talk about Yates there in terms of I mean he just gets better and better and better every season and um, he's obviously looked at the competition that's come in and, and he knows he's gonna have to step up his game as well he's not he's not a bit like Joe Warrell right he's not just because he's he's one of the lads from last year he's not 
uh, guarantees a starting place, and he, he knows that that um, he's got to play to keep the shirt and obviously keep the armband now, which is obviously a huge uh, honour for him. But yeah, as a free, absolutely outstanding. I suppose the other one um, that, that we probably want to talk about is is Awanyi. Um, lots of obviously, I suppose the concern midweek was the fact that, and a lot of the you know afterwards, a lot of the chat was about quite rightly that. The Forest didn't have an out option, did they, against Brighton? It was, you know, when Forest won the ball, when Forest won the ball, they were giving it away cheaply. They didn't really have an out option. It was, it was, it was coming back as as soon as it was coming back as as soon as we, we we'd almost we'd got it, and and it was difficult at times because obviously they didn't have that front man on on uh, on Tuesday night at Brighton. A lot of people wanting this change in terms of the one you coming in. Um, perhaps surprised that Johnson was the one to drop out, maybe not. Um, obviously, come under fire and a little bit of criticism himself. Um, after Wolves fought, Johnson was actually brilliant against Brighton. Um, but obviously, choice was to, 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 to leave Johnson out and bring a one year in. Again, justifiable, Tom. He, he was, um, you know, he, he grew. I, I personally think he grew into the game. I thought he was brilliant in the second half. I think he showed glimpses. First off, but for me, you could see that there was, you know, a little bit of rustiness there. I think he he definitely caused Liverpool trouble, though, and they, you know, they 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 were they were wary of him, and as they should, obviously, ex-Liverpool player, they probably know all too well about him. Um, but I think he grew into the game second half brilliantly. Obviously, got his goal as well, um, and now for me, he needs to be given a run of games, doesn't he? What's he got? Three goals now in five starts, which is phenomenal, really, at a Premier League level. Um, he needs to be given a run of games. Cooper needs to stick with him. I don't think the Johnson, Lingard, Gibbs White trio has worked, and I think hopefully now that that has been, you know, we've given that a couple of goes now, and there'll be games perhaps where they want runners, and it's all about closing down. But I think as we come into these next run of games, I'd like to see a one you start and really have a run up at it until the World Cup. Um, thought he took his goal really well. Special mention to Steve Cook. Um, that whole goal, actually, the whole move was something that you can see they've obviously worked on on the training ground. But I mean, how Steve Cook's got out there and hit hit the hit the cross on the half volley. Um, absolutely beautiful piece of work. Um, and a one you took it well. Hit the post and obviously knocked in the rebound, and I, I'm I'm pleased for him because um, he, you know he needed confidence. You can see that in his first couple of games, but I think three and five three and five starts is is phenomenal. And um, yeah, let's hope it's the fit. You know, it's the start now. More to come from him. Yeah, well, I think having having him on the pitch is is important. I think um, I think Forrest just sometimes in games need need an outlet. Um, I think it's something actually that, that was mentioned on, on Match of the Day and also probably one of very rare occasions that I've watched at the season I thought I'd be watching it religiously week in, week out but um, for obvious reasons I've, I've kind of avoided Match of the Day but, you know, he an escape route in, in some respects that that if you are getting pushed and you are being pressed down, he, he is there to pick up the ball and try and take that pressure away. I think when they've played with that with that kind of uh, attacking trio, of which none of them are out-and-out strikers, the Johnson, Gibbs-White, Lingard, three, it, you know, obviously they're, they're good players and they all have qualities in their own right in terms of what they can offer as a threat. But what you don't have then is someone up top to be able to relieve some of that pressure, someone who can do something slightly different to, to the other three, and also just give you a different option in different parts of, the, of your game, set pieces, um, just physically, you know, ruffles up defenders a little bit more. And I thought he had a fantastic game, as you say. And like you said, his return rate at this moment in time is nothing to be, is not to be sniffed at, especially for a team that is currently sat sat at the bottom of the table um, but he, he did take his goal really well and and although obviously it hit the post at first he was there in the finish actually on the rebound albeit you know it was a rebound yeah it was, it was a very it was a very good finish you know in that moment he could have panicked um, but but it's a good finish and I think he's proved that he's you know 
a very useful addition in terms of what he can offer Forrest in, in certain games and in, in certain moments of games. Um, so yeah, it's about now him having a run of games that he can he can affect. Um, I think he will be important for Forrest in terms of in terms of you know how they approach games going forward. And also, as you say, a nice special mention to Steve Cook, but not just in terms of the assist as well. And obviously, that was something that was worked on. It must have been worked on in the training ground because it looked like it was it was very well drilled in terms of in terms of that specific moment. Um, but you know, and who would have thought it would have been Steve Cook that they would have chosen to be that person? But you know, away from from the assist, I think his general ninety minutes and again, probably a player that I you know, criticised and maybe haven't really wanted in the team so much. Um, albeit, you know, what what it, you know, he's he's not put a foot wrong too much since he's joined Forest. But but I think he had a very, very good ninety minutes. And I think sometimes again with the Coyote one who I've also been critical of in, in games, I think in this game their experience was was vital. Um, and I think his experience was vital at the back line um, and, and being able to deal with certain moments of the games and, and some of the players and some of the things that, that Liverpool were were trying to, to do. So I think, yeah, again, a one-year end um very, very good performances from both. Yeah, I mean, Cookie, Cookie was a, a, an unsung hero of the promotion season last year, wasn't he? You, you know, he was one of the biggest signings that we made in 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 January because his experience, he's been there, done it, got the t-shirt, and I think having him in and around this team and in the dressing room was was vital. I think this season even more so because there's a young squad there, players who have been bought in from different uh, leagues, etc. So having him him in there, and I say he's played a lot of games in the Premier League for, for Bournemouth previously. I think having him in there is, is is really important. The experienced heads, you know, you, you, you know, similar to, to Serge Aurier, Koyate, Cook, it's really important to have those guys in and around the dressing room. But, again, he wouldn't be playing if he wasn't doing it on the pitch. And I actually think those pe- the pairing now, now we've obviously gone to a back four for the, for the time being of um, Cook and McKenna, they've been absolutely outstanding. And obviously, you know, I suppose the main concern, and we've talked about it on on there a couple of times, around a lack of pace in the at the back. Well, they're now playing a little bit more. You know, as a team, we're we're more solid, and we're not taking as many risks, and we're not defending as high a higher line. So they're not necessarily being caught out so much. But I think they've got a great understanding the pair of them at the minute in terms of um, you know where one goes, who drops in, etc. I, I think the pair of them have been absolutely absolutely brilliant and. Um, I suppose alongside, you say, Serge Aurier has been a, a, another re- revelation at right back, if you like, since he's come into the side. It really does now look like a, a, a solid back line. I suppose the other one as well that I suppose we, we should mention is Nico Williams. I thought Nico Williams actually had his best game in a Forest shirt yesterday, albeit playing what he would say is out of position. Obviously, he's a right footed um, right back, but obviously, he plays a, a lot of games for Wales at left back. Um, Connor Roberts obviously operating on the other side, and and I actually thought he was brilliant yesterday, and um, I thought he carried the ball well. He got up the pitch. He he, he defended really really well. Um, I suppose the only su- su- surprise yesterday was that he took him off when he did, um, and obviously maybe just wanted to go with a natural left footer in there and brought Lottie obviously on. But um, both the fullbacks I think were, were, were really bright yesterday, and, and particularly as I say, Serge Aurier has been a real. Um, not a surprise because he's got good pedigree and obviously he's played for some huge, huge clubs and obviously he's got some good experience. But he's been brilliant, I think, for Forrest since he's, since he's come on. And you could really see, um, I think it's going to be a, a good battle, that one, Nico Williams and Sergio Ray moving forward in terms of who has that right-back shirt. Yeah, I think I think Aurier is... Um, is, is just provided probably a more stable option in terms of you know, in terms of, he's obviously a very slightly, slightly different fullback to, to Nico Williams. And I think Nico Williams in, in some of the games has just been too high risk in terms of, you know, how far forward he'll get, but maybe not being able to, to get back quick enough to, to, you know, cover. And and the problem with that is, is that with the defensive problems Forrest have had at the start of the season, 
it's been uh, it's left us very exposed. That's that's the truth of it. But I agree with you. I, I think yesterday he had probably his best game um, since he's been at Forest. Funnily enough, against his he's obviously ex club, and um, you know I think he, I think both him and Aurier, as you say, both had very very strong games. I think there's still you know Aurier can can in games um, in, in the past when he's played for, for Spurs, for example, has been. You know, suspects to to some poor decision making, if you like, and and Nico Williams in the the upcoming games has to prove that he can be consistent with that kind of performance. Because if he can, um, then then you know, Forest have got themselves a, a brilliant fullback at this level. Um, so it's about keeping that consistency, and and like I said, it goes back to that kind of solid solid back line and and base that that Cooper and the team have have, have put together. You know, Liverpool probably weren't expecting Forrest to to kind of maybe take that on upper step um, in this game. You know, they probably thought, you know, they've, they've had this solid base for the likes of Villa and, and Wolves and Brighton. So they'll definitely keep it as let's defend, defend, defend for this one. And Forrest decided, you know what, let's let's try and let's try and flexi that. Let's try and. Let's try and add to, to the hard work we've proven that we can do over this last run of games. Um, and the fullbacks are, are a big part of that. Since since Steve Cooper's come in, fullbacks have been very, very important. Obviously, when when they've been a back three, the, the fullbacks were, were, were hugely important just in terms of the shape and the role of the fullbacks when you play that formation. But just because we've gone back to a, to a back four doesn't mean that that they're less important now. That they're, they're you know still hugely hugely important in terms of the way that the game is played by all teams in in, in this day and age. Um, so those those two, Aurea Williams, and, and let's not forget you know Renan Lodi as well is is an option that Forest have got. It'll be you know you know if they can keep up these performances um, just like they have in, in in this game, that will be a huge huge bonus for Forest. How much credit does Steve Cooper get for this win? Because he was really good with it yesterday in terms of the, the atmosphere at full time was amazing, but he, he he wanted it to be about the players. Steve Cooper, we've talked about obviously a couple of maybe a couple of raised eyebrows in terms of the team selection, etc. But I think for, just phenomenal in terms of the way he set the team up yesterday, and obviously the belief that he's driving into the to the guys. Obviously, you can and we've talked about the goal and the work that's therefore going on on the training ground. A lot of people obviously talked about Steve Cooper not, you know, maybe being a little bit stubborn and, and, and not quick to move to a back four when things weren't, weren't starting to go right at the start of the season. Yesterday, I think Steve Cooper underlined really how he's open and flexible around the formations and the team, etc. And when he switched it yesterday and went to, to the back three, um, midway through or in that second half. Um, a few raised eyebrows again, Tom. We were quite surprised that he'd, he'd taken a one-year off and had gone to that back three as early as he did. But, I mean, absolutely spot on. Forrest handled that game really well. And actually, Johnson came on and, and gave Forrest another, uh, I suppose, a different, uh, a different proposition up there in terms of um, what they needed at that time, I suppose. But... It was a brave move to to make the changes he did so early on, but obviously justifiable. And um, I mean, did he outthink Klopp in, in in that one? To be fair, I think Steve Cooper definitely won the battle for me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think um, I think you know when we look at the start of the season, I think it was you know if I'm being honest, I think it was some some naivety in terms of um, you know. I think it's great. We had an identity and we did things a certain way in the championship, but but unfortunately, the the difference in quality is 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 so big, um, and I think teams worked Forest out very very quickly, and and you know were able to cut Forest open far too easily as a as a result. I think in the championship, you can do what Forest did because teams need more chances to put it in the back of the net, but they don't need that many chances when you're playing. The teams that Forest are playing at this level, so um, yeah, I think it was a little bit of naivety at the start, and I think the, the, the identity still hasn't changed. You know, that's the truth of it, and, and Coop, that's what Steve Cooper would say. The identity and the way that we want to play hasn't changed. It's just been trying to make ourselves more more reliable, if you like, more more solid. 
and he's been able to achieve that over a few games. Probably he will admit that we we well, obviously we're not where we want to be in the table, um, and we've not been able to pick up points in in games where really we would have been hoping to pick up points. Um, but you know he will know that with this World Cup um, break. Uh, that if you can kind of get that identity sort of beforehand and kind of just slowly just pick up points, you know, and slowly but surely, then then you will get there. So um, the the break will help him with with that as well. And I think in terms of the specifics of the game yesterday, yeah, I think I think he did he did beat beat Klopp, and I think um, I think you know that solid base that he's been able to build over a few games has been able to add to that. And this one, like I said before. I think probably Liverpool weren't expecting Forrest to, to maybe because I think they still had the solid, solid tactics that they've, they've tried to be doing over the last few games. But I think they added to that with with the counter and and their flexibility on the attack. And I don't think that's what Liverpool would have been expecting. I think, like I said before, I think they would have been expecting Forrest is just going to continue to to try and keep the clean sheets and show that they can defend at this level and compete that way. Well, I think Cooper decided that actually. Well, well, we we can add to that, and we can go maybe a slight step further, and it's baby steps, but it felt like a huge baby step um, in in that game. Um, it felt like Forrester finally found found their footing, if you like. Um, not to get too carried away, because Forrest obviously had a very tough next game, which you know is is going to be incredibly difficult. But it certainly showed in, in this this last run a few games that they can they can go shoulder to shoulder. It's now just trying to keep that consistency up and add to it with, with quality in, in, in attack as well. Yeah, definitely. Forrest can't, Forrest won't get carried away. I don't think Steve Cooper will let them get carried away. He said in his interviews after the game that they're not ready. They're, they're not where they want to be. It's not time to, to, you know, to wildly celebrate and enjoy the win. Enjoy the performance, but obviously it's back in Monday and we go again. But I think it's a shot in the arm, isn't it? And um, it, it will definitely lift the whole club. And, I mean, it just gives them belief, doesn't it? Ultimately, it gives them belief. that Forrest, yeah, he said it He said it a couple of times yesterday, but, you know, it's made Forrest stand up. Well, it's made people really stand up and take notice of Forrest, obviously. This is a huge result. It's not. It's not like when you win a big game in the championship and it can still kind of go under the radar. This is the Premier League. Obviously, it's a it's a a, a league that is watched all over the world. And for Forest to, to put that display on against Liverpool, you know, sends a message, right? And it sends a message that Forest belong in the Premier League and that Forest are here to compete. And that's that's basically been the line that obviously Forest you know Forest are here to compete. And to win matches and to, to do what they can. Now, there's been obviously times this year, times this season so far, where it's not quite. He hasn't clicked, and for variety of reasons, etc. But now, I think Daniel Taylor also tweeted yesterday didn't he, that, that this feels like it's the end of that narrative of trying to settle a squad and build a cohesiveness. Cohesiveness. I think what the last few weeks have given us is is now that that they've been able to get to. You know, where they're only making one or two tweaks at every single game, it's not wholesale changes. It now feels like it's settled down a bit, and that that Forest is starting to get into their rhythm. And a whole load load of people had, had, had perhaps written Forest off this season already, and and I think some of our own fan base probably was starting to get in that mindset. It's going to be a long winter, and the, the, but the, the win yesterday just breathes a whole load of of, of life back into it, and. Um, and I think that's really important. And it's really important for these next three league games that we have now, between now and obviously the World Cup break. Because, yes, next week, Arsenal away, really tough task. Obviously, they've drawn uh, Southampton today. Um, that is going to be difficult. Forest will go there. They will have to be probably more like the Brighton performance than the Liverpool one yesterday. But they will go there and they will be resolute but they will now know that they have that ability and confidence to hit Arsenal on the break like they did Liverpool and and um, I'm sure that will be the game plan but then you come into those two home games before the break Palace uh, Palace, away, Palace at home Brentford at home um, and, and, and those games are going to be vital aren't they they're going to be vital between now and the end of the uh, end of this first half of the season if you like it's not even the first half is it but this first bit of the season, Forest have just got to do what they can just to just to rack up as many points on the board 
Don't look at the league table. Don't get concerned by the league table. We just need to make sure that by the end of that Palace game, that, that if Forest do find themselves in the bottom three, that there isn't so much of a gap to claw back. Because if that is then the case, Forest is game on, really. Because we've always said, I've, I've thoroughly believe that Forest will benefit massively from this break. Um, and they that second half of the season is going to be a big one. And, uh, and, and that's what that's what it's all about now, Tom. That's all they can do, isn't it? Just try and amass as many points as they can between now and the and then the Palace game, and just see where we are. Take take a breather, take stock, use that six weeks wisely in terms of um, the players that do remain behind in Nottingham, working with them on the training pitch, and really go again. Um, it's it's there's a, it's still a big couple of weeks ahead. Yeah, and I almost felt. Um... It's, it's almost a shame that, that those two two games just before the World Cup break weren't straight after this one. I feel almost like it's a shame that, that the next one has to be Arsenal, just in terms of keeping up, you know, that momentum into the next two home games. Um, you know, being able to take that Liverpool win into the next two. Um, because those two do feel like important games. And again, games that, that Forest will want to show they can compete and get the results in as a team that have, have now found... Uh, an identity and a, and a base with this whole new squad of players. So, yeah, I think I think you know there's three games now for the World Cup. As you say, I think the the World Cup break could be of benefit to Forest. I think um, being able to have more time with with this group of players um, will be be a, a huge huge boost. Um, and also, you know, just being able to work on on this base that they've created over that period of time will be will be so, so important, you know, as, as far as heading to this, you know, I say, like, as you say, final half of the season, more than that. Um, it's still a majority of the season as you as you head into, uh, head out of, out of the World Cup. So, yeah, those those two games, I think for me, um, and, and then Arsenal, obviously, but, you know, these, these final three games before the World Cup is about making sure that you're still within, you know, touching distance of of getting out of that bottom three and then you can come out of the World Cup working on whatever you've worked on um, and and try and further compete and, and add add to the points that you've got. Um, that that will be what this whole break's about. Almost in some respects, so let's say Forrest did get a very good return from from this final three games before yeah. the World Cup. It's almost a shame that, you know, we're saying... So and I, 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 let's not get carried away. We, we had one. We had you know the win yesterday was the, was the first win since August. But you, you could almost see it, right? You, there's, there's, it, the narrative has always been Forest. Well, from my side anyway, narrative. Whenever I've spoken to anyone outside, uh, you know, about Forest, I've always said that Forest is definitely going to benefit. Hundred percent, they'll benefit. You just want to put it past now, Forest. Perhaps going to Arsenal, nicking a point, and then winning those two home games. And yeah, as you were about to say. I think then you're almost looking at it and go, oh, Christ, wouldn't it be nice if the season just carried on and Forrest has built that momentum? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, um, I, I, you know, I agree with you. I think the World Cup break will still be very useful. And as, as we've also said there, it's one win, albeit a you know, very, very nice win. Um, it's it's one win, not just, just to add to, to the only other win that we've had over the season. And obviously Forrest have had a tough start. And, you know, there's still lots of things to work on. But, you know, if Forest can just accumulate some some points, is is you know you get get out of this this part of the season and, and into the World Cup, all of this you know kind of mentality of where Forest are and and how we're going to do the season, it all kind of goes out the window. I think you know you forget how big a win can can change the whole the whole scenario and the whole view of of, of everything. You know, that three points keeps Forrest uh, very much in it and aligned to some of the other clubs around them. And if you can add to that before, before the World Cup, they'll be in a much better place. Mm, it, really important, actually, when you look at the you know, the, the league table, I'll just counter what I just said, but when you do look at the league table, you just you realise how important those three points were yesterday. Forrest, obviously, unfortunately, find themselves back at the bottom of the league due to Leicester's unbelievable 4-0 win. At uh, at Wolves today, the stats on that one don't really add up either. But um, but but Forest do find themselves at the foot of the table. But when you look at it, it's crazy, isn't it? That that bottom of the Premier League because there is literally, I mean, it's like almost like the Championship. There's four points separating 
11th down to Forest at the bottom of the league. That in itself is absolutely phenomenal. There's some big, been some big results and some big talking points this weekend. Obviously, we've just touched on Wolves there. Leeds are in a little bit of uh, a disarray at the moment. Um, Southampton obviously got a good point, but again, they're struggling to, to put wins together. Um, Bournemouth obviously plays tomorrow night away at West Ham. West Ham also in the mix, where you'd expect West Ham to pull away and perhaps Leicester as well to start moving up the league. But it's just, it's so tight. And Forrest are right in that mix there. As I say, a couple of good results between now and the end of November. And um, it, it really is all to play for. But it, it's it's crazy down there, isn't it? Some of the results and some of the performances and the pressure, it it's... I, I think that whole winter break is just going to cause a lot of clubs to make some very rash decisions, isn't it? It's uh, stick or twist time. Obviously, people with an eye on the January transfer window as well. Um, we almost we almost got for a whole episode about talking about transfers, but it's um, it's just it's all to play for. It's 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 all to play for, and it's the season for me now. Really feels like it it starts for Forest. And um, I'm, I'm excited now in, in terms of these um, these next couple of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, as you say, I think that the World Cup break will will ultimately it will some teams will come out of that world break rusty. Some teams will come out of it in a much better place than than this run of games at the start of the season. So it's really going to probably mix things up a little bit. Um, as, as teams come out of that, but yeah, as we as we say, there's three games to go before that point, and um, but hopefully Forest can just try and get you know get as many points as they can. You know, stating the obvious, that's the aim of the game. But but you just kind of hope they take the the three points and, and the performance because it's not just the three points. It's not just three points. I think the reason people were so happy about yesterday, yeah, it was good. It was good to to finally get another win. Um, and and it was good to, to to kind of get yeah to beat Liverpool, but but I think it was more the performance. You know, it was more the performance. It's not, as we said at the start, it wasn't a, a hit and hope. It wasn't a smash and grab. It was a, a good performance against against a good team and a proof of of what Forest can do on their on their day. And they just got to now with with these three games before the World Cup. They've got to make it their day in in as many of these three games as possible. Um, and I think the two home games, as we've discussed, hopefully can prove that that just before the World Cup that Forest can can get themselves into a much nicer place before we go on a World Cup half term, if you like. Right. Before we go, I think there's one player that we've not talked about and I think uh, probably deserves a, a, an extra special mention. So we'll, we'll leave this episode on a high by discussing a certain Dean Henderson. Um, just outstanding again yesterday in terms of his, his shot stopping, obviously. Um, distribution sometimes obviously leaves a little bit to be desired, but when the man's making saves like he did yesterday and obviously has done for Forrest this season in many, many games, uh, absolutely outstanding. I mean, the save at the end um, was just phenomenal wasn't it in terms of getting down so low and obviously keeping the ball out um, he was brilliant yesterday and um you could just tell again that his confidence growing because i feel like his some of his distribution has just been down to perhaps some of his confidence as well um starting to weigh, which is going to be understandable isn't it when when forest have conceded the goals that forest have but again i thought he was outstanding midweek uh, at brighton made some big saves there made some really important saves yesterday against Liverpool. I mean, he I mean you can see the man's class, can't you? Yeah, yeah. I think um I think he's he's, you know, had a he had a fantastic performance, as you said. Distribution certainly left left a lot to be desired. And it's something that I've noticed over the last run of games, to be quite honest, in is that his distribution Potentially, you know, we're saying it's a confidence thing. Maybe the, the change in shape has, has caused a little bit of, of confusion on that front as well. You know, I see a lot of times he tries to mix the ball out to maybe where the wing-backs would have been sat um, before. And, and, you know, obviously 
well, I'm saying confusing, you can clearly see that there's no one there. Uh, but you know, maybe it's you get into a routine and and it's, it's finding he's finding it difficult to get out of that at this moment. But in terms of the the shot stopping, absolutely incredible. And there's been a few games, you know, where he's been so so important in in that respect. I think you know when Forest were were you know picked up the win against West Ham earlier on in the season, he was so important, and he will be a vital player for for Forest as they they go out go on throughout the season. Um, he's a very good goalkeeper. He, he proved that against Liverpool. I think he, he thrives in games that maybe have a bit more about him and and you know the status of the game and 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 you know I think he does like to to put on a bit of a show at times himself. Um, yeah. And and I think he does thrive in in those kind of games. But but I think you know he's proven that he is a good shot stopper in in other games. And you know the goals being conceded. Even the long-range ones, which we're getting talked about here, there and everywhere beforehand, you know, a lot of it's you know not down to him. It's been a difficult start, and as a goalkeeper, when you're shipping goals, that that will obviously not not feel good at all. It's your job to keep them out, but it's just been a very difficult period for Forest. But hopefully, now with this more solid base, we'll start to see how how important it is because there will still be chances against Forest. It's the natural the natural kind of quality difference in the league from, from those teams at the top. But, but he has shown that he can, he can at least keep Forest competitive in games. And as long as they keep that solid base, he's having performances like that, then Forest will be able to compete. And um, yeah, so, so important. Very, very good game. Um, I thought both the goalkeepers had a good game. So I think, I think Alisson had to make some, some big saves as well. But in terms of the, you know that final final save at the end that, that you mentioned there i think uh such such a good save and uh again proving proving why he was a good signing earlier on in the season right let's wrap it up there covered a lot there uh my voice is waning uh after the effects of yesterday is as always if you want to email us you can get us at time added on pod at outlook.com or give us a follow on Twitter at TamAdamPod or give our site to TamAdamPod.wixsite.com forward slash home. We've talked about the fact the Premier League is having a little hiatus. We are having a hiatus. You are sodding off to New York for the next two weeks. Have a fantastic time. We will therefore not be back until after the Brentford game. Um, so I'm going to put my feet up next weekend and just enjoy the Arsenal game. You're going to watch the Arsenal game on the telly in New York, you're joining the New York Supporters Club, Tom, for that one, aren't you? Yes, yeah, I'll be uh, be joining the, the the lads out there and uh, watching in the early hours of the morning at, at nine a.m. before heading off to the NFL. So uh, a very early start probably feels just like uh, this Saturday, to be fair, with the early yeah. start, but an early early start watching the uh, yeah <laughs> early start watching the game uh, uh, out there. But yeah, looking forward to it. Good stuff. Well, have fun. Everyone else, enjoy it. Those of you going to Arsenal next weekend, have a good one. I'm going to go and watch Match of the Day again for the fifth time. And uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks. You're